Welcome to this talk from Emmaus Road, a church with congregations in Guildford, Woking and Aldershot in the UK. To find out more about who we are and what we're up to, please visit us online at EmmausRoad.com. So it is our delight to have a bit of time here with you today. And um, I'm going to start by sharing just a short reflection on divine love. Um, Because this really is the essence, the very essence of what flows through all that we offer in social transformation. And then following that, Eric's going to come up and give some updates. But just briefly for anyone who might be new here or if maybe there's someone watching online, um, if you're not familiar with the Lighthouse, these are spaces and uh, buildings that we transform to look and feel beautiful And then we offer generous biblical hospitality. Um, We dream together of creative ways to surprise and bless the world, welcoming everybody, and especially people who are lost and broken um, and in need, into an encounter where they can taste and see the goodness of God. And we consistently see the divine love flowing powerfully into our communities, transforming the lives that it touches. And so um, we just want to start with a, a little video of one such story. This is Paul. It means family. It means everything to me. It's, it's changed my life in a, a, lot, a lot of ways. So, yeah, it means everything to me. actually homeless on the street it was horrible um, and I didn't know where to turn where to go I was in a quite a bad state when I first turned up I, I thought the world was against me you know I, I, my, my mental state wasn't positive at all it's, the world was negative I, I had such a bad time it was it was hard you know and your work projects told me about the lighthouse I walked through the door and um, open arms funny happy relaxed and it just made me feel like it was, I wasn't alone all of a sudden, you know, and I wasn't pressured to do anything, you know. Well, during the COVID, we, all, we was all missing people. We was all, I was missing this place. I was missing my daughter, you know, I didn't see her for three months. And then I caught COVID and I was stuck in my house. I had broken arm at the same time. So I had all these pressures going on. I go and have to travel quite far to be and see my daughter. And you guys help me with that. You know, if I need food, this got the food bank here. You know, you help me with that. The style studio, and then you've got this hygiene bank there, and you've got the cozy for the warm coffees and stuff upstairs. So yeah, and then when my daughter was a little younger, because she's got older now, a little younger, I did the jigsaw project. You know, used to help me with clothes and toys and things like that. So, yeah, and I was rubbish at cooking, and I, I'm better at it now because you've got the you you teach cooking, not only give food. So yeah, it's fantastic. They were just happy to know me and my situation wanted to help. And it did. And I, I, I can't thank you guys enough. It's as simple as that. But you guys of my mental state, you just showed me that I'm not to look at things so hard. Not that things are hard. You, 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 there is a reality to that. But you can make it easier, you know, with love and respect for each other. And, you know, um, talking, opening up. You know, because I, I was 
quite reserved because of all the problems I had. But then now I'm completely the opposite. So, and that's, you've brought me out of my shell. You know, you, you've taught me there's, there's other ways of looking at life, not just one horrible, sad way, you know? And, and that's amazing. You, sh you sh showed me a light and I've now got a massive light in myself. So, and I like sharing it with everybody. Now, you know, it's completely different. I've just, I've had baptism, I've been confirmed. That's because you guys have taught me over the years that no matter what's going on, no matter how pressure is, I'm loved. And then I thought, I want to share that with people. I want to share how easy it is actually to be positive, you know, because everyone's thinking negative and it's, you're conditioned to. And I get that, so I used to feel like that myself, but now I don't. So I wanted to share how I do that and just hear people's stories and try and teach them that, you know, there's, there's better ways of thinking, you know, there's a better life and it's a happier life. Um, obviously with the cost of living crisis hit, hit on us all so hard. The Lighthouse provides so much great stuff like food and clothes and things for, for kids and stuff like that. So if I was to fall flat with that, then I know I can come to the Lighthouse and that's there for me, you know, with open arms. So, yeah. I am worried about that, but I know that safety net's there, thanks to you guys. Walk in, that's all you need to do, walk in, and you will feel the love and the respect that absolutely every one of us workers, and even the people that are just here in the building, have got for one another. It's fantastic, you can't not smile, it's, it's infectious, you know, and that's all because of the love, and it's also because of the love of God that's in this place, it's, it's, it's there, you know. So, and it's in all of our faces. So, please come in, we've got open arms. It's all because of the love that is in this place. Social transformation is simply the flow of divine love from the heart of God into the world. Scripture describes a river of divine love flowing from the throne of God, from the heart of God, out of the temple, through the city and into the wilderness, transforming the desert into lush pastures. Isaiah 43, Ezekiel 47, Jeremiah 17 and Revelation 22 all speak of this divine river that is not contained within the temple not contained within church meetings, but it flows out, bringing abundant life wherever it goes. And when we talk about the work of social transformation and the lighthouse, um, it is simply that. It is the divine love of God flowing out. Now, Emmaus Road, we are committed, aren't we, to being a missionary people. But I know for some, that can, that can feel intimidating you know, where do we start? How do we fit mission into the busyness of our everyday lives? Well, divine love can simply bring a touch of heaven into any moment, every moment, wherever we are. And when divine love is flowing out through us, it makes mission really very simple. So, what is different about divine love from regular love. The difference is, it isn't our love, it is God's love in us. Its only origin is the heart of God. It is loving beyond ourselves. 
It is the love of God expressed through us to others. For example, I am naturally a loving person, yet my reality is that sometimes I can be really impatient. I can be intolerant, selfish, guarded, even judgmental. Can anyone else relate to any of those? Um, You know, these are limitations of my humanity, our humanity. But divine love flowing through me means that I can love beyond myself. We can give love where others can't humanly give love. Divine love has certain qualities that can help us love beyond ourselves. And 1 Corinthians 13 unpacks those qualities of divine love. Listen to these qualities from the Passion Translation. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. Love never stops loving. Divine love flowing through us means we can love beyond ourselves. This is how we can love the world. Divine love can love enemies. It enables us to love those people we don't even like. Those that we can't relate to. Those that we don't understand. Those who are different from us. It enables us to love those who have wronged us or wounded us, those who wind us up, um, and those who aren't in tune with us. And divine love meets the needs of our age in this age of self-interest, comparison, judgment, and epidemic insecurity. Divine love says, you are worthy. You are accepted as you are. You are enough. What you have to say matters. You are significant. Just as you are. You are seen and you are known. Divine love is the solution for our broken culture. So divine love softens our own guarded hearts. It tenders our hearts towards another And as it flows through us to another, it can flow past their defenses, past their fearful armor. It can soften a cynical heart, and it can revive a jaded heart. It serves, it accepts, it restores, it conquers evil, it heals, and it glorifies God. So how does divine love flow through us? How can we be 
people who are vessels of God's divine love. Let me offer just three simple steps. Recognize, receive, and respond. So recognize this is simply just us noticing, being aware in the moment of our need for divine love. And then secondly, receiving. It's simply us asking God for his divine love. Maybe at the start of the day, I do this every day, (laughs) Um, and again and again throughout the day, basically any time that we recognize that we need it. And for me, I do it very often, frequently through the day. I do it a lot. And then responding, this is our expression. It's simply allowing the divine love to flow through us to another, from heaven, through us, into our relationships, into our friendships, our parenting, our marriages, our communities. May divine love flow through us to our neighbors, into the office when we're in the office, as we engage with someone in the supermarket, at the checkout, in restaurants, when we're in face-to-face meetings, when we're online in those meetings, here at church, at the school gate, university, wherever we are, divine love can even flow through our smile. We may give a smile to a stranger as we pass them on the street. So I'd like to take just a few minutes now to lead us through um, just a a, a brief exercise, a reflective exercise. So we're going to open with a prayer. If you're comfortable, I just invite you to close your eyes now and then just keep them closed um, as I lead us through that reflection. So I thank you, God, for your presence here. And Holy Spirit, would you increase Increase in this place. Increase in us. Calm, Holy Spirit, into this moment, into this reflection. We open ourselves to you now. So I just invite you to imagine yourself asking and being filled with divine love. Imagine a river of love originating from the heart of God, flowing into you and through your heart. Imagine the qualities of divine love flowing through you. Now notice in your own imagination how it plays out. Notice how you're feeling and what you're thinking. Notice how you're engaging. And notice how divine love is being expressed through you. Now reflect, how is divine love transforming this person or situation? 
just as we finish this reflection, I'm going to pray over us. God, we want to be a people overflowing with your divine love. We thank you for the love that we live in. We thank you. Your banner over us is love. We thank you for who you are. We are captivated by you. We offer our lives in adoration to you. We surrender to you and we invite you to flow through us for the sake of the world. Your kingdom, may your kingdom come here. Okay, so we're just going to shift gears a little bit now. I'm going to hand over to Eric. I invite you, Eric, to come up. And he's going to give us some updates on social transformation. Thank you. All right. As a church, if you've been around for any length of time, you'll know that it's it's been a passion of ours to see a, a dedicated space in this town where we could uh, deliver some of the stuff that you heard in Paul's story. But even without that building, we are seeing many, many beautiful things happen. You know, weekly through the Ukrainian Refugee Hub that uh, we're co-hosting at Millmead Church, um, just welcoming people in, showing them that dignity, that love, that acceptance, pouring out divine love to people. Uh, those of you who are involved in North Guildford Food Bank, uh, just pouring out that, that love through practical expressions of care and uh, compassion. Um, the, the people who are involved in the CAP courses that we're running um, you know, through in, in Guildford. Uh, those of you who go out with healing on the streets and are up on the cobbled street, you know, offering a safe space of prayer and encounter. Um, it just, just pouring out the many, many stories and moments of, of pouring out that love that we hear. And, um, you know, we don't get to report on this often, but during COVID, we set up a fund called the Love Your Neighbor Fund. People, you guys gave money to that. And we are still sort of a few years later, still working through that fund, supporting people, uh, buying people washing machines where, you know, a single parent hits a crisis and the machine breaks down and they, um, you know, need to wash school uniforms for a child. And we're able to step in and help or uh, buy a cooker or, you know, all sorts of things. The, uh, Paul mentioned getting a train to see his daughter, the Love Your Neighbor Fund uh, supply, provides for that. So just weekly, many, many things happening. And then, of course, we have our pop-up events. Uh, we had the beautiful Christmas kindness event a few months ago where hundreds of local people were supported. And, um, and we have our, our back-to-school uh, pop-up at Founder Studio coming up in just a few weeks' time. So on the 8th of July, we'll be gathering a, a large team of you guys 
and uh, providing for families in need this summer as they prepare uh, their kids to go back to school. And we already, uh, although this is uh, nearly a month away, we already have over 220 children in Guildford alone signed up to attend that and to be supported through that. That number may rise before then, but a um, huge number of, of families that we're able to support in this area. Um, in the region, we are looking, last year we were able to support about 450 children uh, across Aldershot, Guildford and Woking. Uh, we already have over 650 children who have been referred in across the region this summer. So the need is considerable, obviously, with the cost of living um, biting and, and uh, all that families are experiencing. Uh, but we as a church are making a measurable difference, a measurable impact. And so I just want to, as a sort of slight aside, there's some details on the screen. If you'd like to volunteer, please speak to Sue Williams. If you know her, chat to her today or email her or go to the Emmaus Road website on the social transformation page. There's details of how to engage and volunteer in this specific event. And uh, we also have some donation boxes for pre-loved school uniforms. Uh, so they're going to be here today, next Sunday, and the Sunday after. So if you have something that you could bring that you could donate, please um, bring that in or speak to Sue. So, um, so that's a bit of, of the pop-ups that we're continuing to do. And we'll just keep finding ways of, as Rebecca described, creating these, these environments that are marked by the beauty of God. You know, it's not simply an aesthetic thing of going, oh, that's cool and trendy. It's about saying, we prepared a space for you. You know, when you have a special friend coming to dinner, you, you, you prepare your home and you make it beautiful. And it's, the message is to them, you are so important. You're worth my time and attention. And so I prepared this experience for you. And that's what we're trying to articulate. That's the message we're giving through that. So we, we pour ourselves into that. So those are things we're continuing to do. Of course, probably the number one question Rebecca and I ever get asked is, what is happening about a lighthouse in Guildford? We have, over the years, looked at at least 10 different properties that we've thought, this could be the one, this could be the one, this could be the one. And, and many of you have been involved in those prayerful conversations, knocking on doors. Many of you lending your professional skills to us, trying to work that out. And, uh, and you may have heard that uh, there's a building we've, we are currently pursuing on North Street uh, in Guildford. And, you know, we've been sort of working really hard. The reality is it just takes time. You know, we, you find a building and you enter the sort of legal back and forth. And even with the beautiful space we have in Woking, everyone says, oh, it must have been so easy there. But, um, you know, even after the, the few years of searching there, we shook hands with the landlord one day on like, yeah, we'll take this. And it was, I think, eight or ten months before we actually got the keys. It's just, it's a slow process. You have to figure out all the important legal stuff. And so we're, we're in that sort of holding pattern with this property on North Street. Uh, one of, the, and we, we want to kind of keep you on the, sort of narrative of it. So just to say that the latest, where we're at with that property at the moment, is that uh, last week, the owner of the property 
uh, got planning permission from Guildford Borough Council to turn the upper floors of it into residential accommodation. So we've been trying to get the ground floor in the basement, which is the sort of retail space. Upstairs are currently offices, and they've received planning permission to convert that into residential and to actually add a floor onto the top of the building. So we are just at a moment with this building where we are trying to understand from them what the impact of that would be. So before we jump in and sign a lease and take it on, it's not cheap, uh, we just really want to understand, like, uh, are we going to get the keys and then within a month there'll be a building covered, covered in scaffolding and it'll, the whole thing will become a building site for a year or two, uh, you know, with drills and noise, which would be kind of tricky if you're trying to create this oasis of refuge and calm and, you know. So, so we're just having those honest conversations. We're trying to figure that out. And, and honestly, if, if it transpires, like, that is just not going to work for us. We, we may have to hit pause on that building and reconsider other options. So, so please, please, please keep praying with us. It, it has felt like a real slog getting through Guildford. And many of you know, if you've ever faced challenges in life, you can often stand on the other side of it and go, oh, the Lord's timing, isn't it incredible? And if only we had known the sovereignty and it was just perfect. I know we will stand on that side of it. You know, one day we'll be standing in a beautiful space in Guildford and we'll be like, wow, this is it. But we're, we're on this side of it at the moment, trying to figure it out, you know, and, and trying to make sense of and pushing on doors and often with what seem like real divine openings, like, like opportunities. It's not like we're trying to bash down doors that God isn't offering to us. It's like we'll get a phone call out the blue. We'll get a, like, we'll pray a prayer, and then suddenly there'll be something that will happen. And, you know, we, we feel like God's in it, and there's all these moments, and we, we can't completely make sense of some of the hurdles. But we are determined that the perseverance will pay off. Uh, perseverance and faithfulness uh, tenacity, just keep going, is, you know, they're some of the most important biblical qualities we can demonstrate. And for us, it's important we share that message even to the community of Guildford. Like, we are here for you, and we're not going anywhere. You know, we're determined. We're not quitting on you. We're not going to get impatient and walk off. And at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. So anyway, that's just a little buildings update. But today, I just want to land. So we've had like these three sections. We wanted to sort of talk about divine love and just the flow that that is, because we can all carry that. You know, we're not waiting for a, a building so that we can show divine love to people. We, we can we'll all do that, and we do do that all the time. Um, and then we just wanted to give you a bit of an update on where we're at with things in Guildford and in particular the building. And then the third piece is that today we are launching our summer appeal. So at Christmas, if you've been around, you know we do a big funding appeal there towards the work of the lighthouse. And then in the summer, we do another funding appeal. And, uh, and so we're going to be launching that today. And so we're going to show you a little video, and then I'll talk about that for a few minutes. Happy summer, a time of warmer days, longer evenings, barbecues, picnics, trips out, time with friends and family, and maybe even a holiday. For many, however, 
the summer can be really tough, adding extra financial burden to those already struggling to survive. Things like loneliness or a sense of missing out on life's pleasures can add to existing mental health issues. With children home from school, additional meals are needed. New school uniforms, shoes, bags and books need to be bought before even considering an ice cream or special treat. Last year, the Lighthouse helped hundreds of local people to make their summer a little brighter. We created special summer treats, experiences and outings. We also supported over 450 families with back-to-school packs filled with the essential basics like new shoes, underwear and stationery. Anything to relieve the burdens and lift heads up. Could you help us this summer to bring a little sun into the lives of those who are really struggling? Supply, unburden and nurture. Supply, giving free nutritious food, including tasty summer treats. And also providing hundreds of children with brand new school shoes, a school bag, a range of school essentials, as well as quality pre-loved uniform. Unburden, delivering free money advice clinics with qualified debt advisors who help people relieve debt and learn to budget effectively. Nurture, cultivating mental and emotional resilience, life skills and connectedness through free workshops, support groups, community lunches and fun events. The Lighthouse is a lifeline, even if it's just coming for a coffee, it's, it's a smile, it's a, it's a conversation, it's a chat. The Lighthouse provides so much great stuff like food and clothes and things for kids and stuff like that. So if I was to fall flat with that, then I know I can come to the Lighthouse and that it's there for me, you know, with open arms. If you're able to support and would like to help this summer, please follow the instructions to give money. Thank you. All right, so we know that times are tough for many people at the moment, and, uh, and so this isn't a pressured ask or anything, it's really just an invitation. For us operating in this divine flow of God's love, some of us here need to be beneficiaries of that, just the practical expression of love. You know, you may be really struggling at the moment, and we want to come alongside you and, and pour God's love in practical ways into your life and, and support you with that. And for some of us, we may have the resources to be able to actually pass on God's love in very practical ways to people, and so we want to invite you to do that. I'm aware of Vision Sunday was quite recently, and uh, we talked about giving there. And some of the giving that was for the lighthouse there was specifically about those practical spaces, providing buildings and infrastructure and all of that. So this is slightly different in that this is about providing all the things that that video talked about. Um, and so we want to make some space here for you to be able to give today. Uh, there will be opportunities over the coming weeks as well. So uh, we just wanted to share that with you now. Uh, what we're going to do is going to take the offering. And so if I could invite the band up. And what we're going to do is today's offering will all go to back to school. Uh, sorry, to, to the summer appeal, including back to school. And there's going to be a QR code on the screen. You can use that. You can give through the offering baskets and the little contactless things. 
or if you're on our mailing list, if you're registered with Emmaus Road, you will receive an email tomorrow as well that'll have a, a giving link. So if you feel prompted and able to engage with this, uh, then we'd like to invite you to do that. Um, could I just pray, and then as the worship team play, we'll stand. Why don't we stand now? Um, I'll pray, and we'll do the offering. God, we thank you that this divine love flows from your heart, from heaven, into us and out to the world. Thank you that it first transforms us, that your love reaches us, uh, just to set us free emotionally, spiritually, and even to provide for us practically. And we love being able to partner with you. We, just even in Paul's story, how he received it and then wanted to give it away. We are like that ourselves, Lord. We just want to be caught up in the flow of your love into our world. Yeah. So come, Spirit of the living God, river of divine love. Move through this place today. Flow through our lives even as we leave here today. Amen.